Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Working Comic Podcast. Austin Nasso here. In this interview, I interviewed my good friend Salma Zaki from UCLA. She is taken over as the head of UCLA uh, shenanigans stand-up comedy. And she's one of the funniest people I know. We talk about our different viewpoints on making it, how to do mics efficiently and not waste time, how to produce shows effectively and get people out there uh, doing comedy in college and much more. So I hope you guys enjoy. Thanks. I'm sitting with uh, Salma Zaki. Salma. Hello, Salma. Hi. Salma is a creator of the popular show Basement Banner that doesn't exist anymore. Okay. Uh, former member of Boy Band, uh, my stand-up comedy show in Westwood, and uh, the head of Shenanigans Stand-Up Comedy Club. I mean, these are the worst credits, I think. You're the head of, of the guests, UCLA Stand-Up Club. What do you though? mean? Out of all your guests? Yeah, but you're head of... Former member... Who puts that as a credit? I know, former, former member of like a lo- local <laughs> indie show. Yeah, of a local indie show. But um, you are the head of the stand-up club yeah. at UCLA. I'm the captain of a school club, yes. Yeah, but it's the stand-up <laughs> club at UCLA in LA. Yes, yes. In LA. Which makes UCLA it really valuable. UCLA is in LA. What? It's valuable, yeah. Do you say it's in LA? Yeah, UCLA's in LA, yeah. Um, yeah. So, how are you? Yeah. How was your day? Um, It was good. I have to get pumpkins later, but, you know. Oh, it's Halloween. Happy Halloween. How about that? How about happy Halloween? Happy Halloween. I'm not going to post this probably for, like, a few days. Oh, uh, well. Okay. But happy we Halloween. Say I guess we could still say it. Okay. Well, yeah, uh, let's let them know what day we recorded this on. Halloween. Yeah, so... You're actually really funny, which Thanks. is why I put you on the podcast. Obviously, your credits, not as good as <laughs> the reflect, other uh, yeah. uh, people on the show. But I'm no friend. I put I'm people no on the Fred. show who are really funny, have a lot of either cool credits and like have done cool yeah. things. I mean, it's hard to get credits in college. But you do cool things. I have a lot of college credits. <laughs> but I think even though you don't have like official credits, you still... Are really good at stand well, and you also do it yeah, a like lot what for credit someone in college. Would I actually, like, I'm not gonna have a late night credit at this point in my life. Yeah, you know. So I mean, you could. Well, I don't. Yeah, but um, <laughs> yeah, but you still are really impressive because you're in college and you're like doing so much stand up. Yeah, it's kind of more than most uh, people. You take yeah. it really seriously. I take it serious. I take it too seriously. Is actually what I've been realizing. Because most people in college seem to only. Do it really well, they do it on casually, campus, yeah. recreational mm-hmm. stand-up. But you're out yeah. there in SF and... I'm doing it all, yeah. LA <laughs> as well? Yes. When did you start doing stand-up? Well, I did my first set um, in like the Bay Area, my senior year of high school, and then was not good. Was not good, obviously. How was your? Where was your first set? It was actually at UCLA, my first set. Did you kill? Um... So I was 15, and I was at this, like, camp, this, like, film and TV camp called um, U.S. Performing Arts, and my friends made me go do a talent show. And then you did stand-up. And I did stand-up, because oh, so, I had, like, jokes okay, you that at, I would do. You, you weren't, like, a student. No, I wasn't a student. Oh, I was, like, 15. 15. And I had this one joke, like, it was just Christopher Walken um, singing Poker Face, and it would be Stroker Face. It's like, wow, get them hot, show them what I got. Oh, so it wasn't stand-up, it was like Ah, musical comedy? Ah, No, it was just 
some weird stand-up bits, kind of. And I did a bit about, I guess it wasn't even a bit, I just kind of did impressions. I did, like, Seinfeld characters. I made a Seinfeld episode. Like, oh, ha, ha, yeah. Joe, you know, Yeah, you still it. do that. Yeah. Oh, that's that's how I started cool. doing it. Damn. And then I did Ten a Joe Pesci later. thing. Oh, which I, you also still do. Yeah, I should probably get new impressions because <laughs> I feel like I haven't updated in Since years. Yeah, literally, what, ten, well, eight years or something? Yeah, eight wow. years. So that's how I started. Wow. And then how, I, Wait, how did you do? Like I did well. I got a lot of laughs. <laughs> yeah, see, if you get a lot of laughs. And then you time. were so confident. And I'm like, wow, I'm funny. Because literally yeah, at camp. that would give me so much confidence. At camp, all my friends are like, dude, you're the funniest kid I ever met. You're the funniest person wow. ever met. Wow, yeah, that, that will give you an ego. But they said me, they told me to do that, and then I did stand up. Like, what do you mean? They like, were telling me before I did stand up, oh, I'm the funniest person yeah. I ever met, and then they're like, yeah. "Do stand up, just do it, go, mm-hmm. you have to." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were egging me on. Yeah, I had people tell me in high school to do stand up too, and then that's why I decided to do it. Honestly, I am so broken in my mind, and think the only reason I probably do comedy to this day is because I'm so impressionable and. It was really ingrained at an early age that I'm really funny. Mm-hmm. Like, people told me that I'm really yeah, funny. Yeah, but, like, when people tell... Yeah, obviously, you're going to take that into account. And it's just, like, in the same vein, like, on the other side of things, just, like, how I was really uncomfortable at, like, dancing or singing or, like, talking to girls, mm-hmm. and people would be like, you're kind of awkward. You're awkward. Like, in middle school, I always thought I was awkward. I, I literally well, just isn't assumed... everyone's awkward, though. Yeah, I just assumed all the things that people... Tell, told me I well, was. Well, yeah, that's what young happens to young people. And it's really scary, though. It's because it's weird when you think about who you are now, so much of it is, is what probably people told you you are. what people told you you are. Like, to it's this. kind of fucked up. Yeah, but then you can grow out, like, you grow out of an, your awkward phase. Yeah, like, but then you have to actively now. think about it. You have to actively be like, oh, maybe. Is this awkward or whatever? Maybe I'm not awkward. Like, in high school, I'm like, I don't want to be awkward. I hate that. I don't want people to say yeah. I'm awkward. Honestly, I get so was... mad when people say, if people say I'm awkward now, even like, Sometimes in Seattle, there's like one comic, and they'll be like, "Yeah, you're kind of awkward." I'm and like, then it like I don't like, like brings that. you back I'm like, Stop. to. I'm not. I don't think I don't I identify. Hate, dude, I hate that word. That. that word was so trendy for like. Remember when it was trendy to be awkward? No. You don't remember when that? was it trendy? Like it was like people were always just, just like talking a loser. about awkward what do you mean? being awkward and like. Oh, it was like trendy to say it. There was literally it. It was a show never... called Awkward on MTV. Like they, they was it was like... trendy to say it. It was yeah, never it was trendy, trendy to be oh, yeah, yeah. it. It was trendy to say. It was never yeah, trendy, it was to like, trendy to be like. Everyone was like, "Yeah, that's awkward. Mm, awkward. So annoying. Awkward. So annoying. I hate that. Yeah, people used to say awkward so much, and it and only made s- things awkward. Yeah, and then oh, I hate when people say, "Well, this is awkward." It's not. I feel like you I have to have a slight that, degree man. of autism to say that something's this is awkward. A, during a situation. Like, you're just not, like, I, normal. Like, that's, not that's actually probably one of my biggest aware. pet peeves. Like, imagine you're, I'm like... like, it actually wasn't. You're, you're yeah. just, like, sitting next to someone, and you're just so anxious and self-conscious that you But just, the other person is just chilling. Like, yeah, but, that's but in your head, like. you're like, awkward... <laughs> This oh is my awkward. god! Literally, just you doing like, that is Why can't cringe. you just exist? It's making me cringe. Just exist and be a person. Like it's it's insecurity, I guess. It's so funny. Like the people saying that are so broken. Yeah, in a way that's like outwardly, like you have to say something because everyone's insecure. But it's like I'm not gonna go around saying shit's awkward. Like that's so it's funny. It's just weird. <laughs> awkward. <laughs> and it's like no one's thinking that yeah. at all. It's just <laughs> you. Like. And it's just like anything could be that. <laughs> Right? You could, like, someone's shoes untied. 
Yeah, and, yeah. and you like, walk past them, and you're like awkward. It's oh, like, why yeah. are you? I feel like that was in like middle school. People, everyone's like, everything was awkward. I'm like, it's fucking. Not. This just these are just things happening that are like, I, like things happen. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's literally just. It's like a scapegoat for anything that's like somewhat. Unordinary? But then, yeah, and then it devalues because some know. things are actually awkward, you know, like yeah, you know. So now when like, well, what well, would be an actual awkward? Like if you're meeting oh the your... short wave just okay, now. Let's say wait. <laughs> that was no, pretty it was, bad. No, I, it that, not, I, don't I basically it called it out. I don't. I didn't think it was. See, like I, I didn't think funny. it was awkward. If you're like meeting someone, like hey, and and wave, you, don't, you don't go for the hug, but you're three feet away and you just do a really fast rapid wave like hey how are you i don't know it's kind of strange like okay an actual unusual is like if you're at thanksgiving with your family and then you brought your significant other and then they're racist like that's awkward yeah well racism is more deep than awkward but it's like or like an awkward situation they say some embarrassing shit about you like yeah i feel like awkward thresholds higher Right, it's like it's not like you just yeah, have to yeah. tie your shoe. Yeah, or exactly. Like, you're yeah, just a moment yeah. of silence. It has, it has it's to be like a big thing. it's like you shat your pants, like no, but that's not awkward. That's gross. <laughs> but is it? Wouldn't it be awkward for you <laughs> if you shat your pants? It's not awkward. It's embarrassing. See, that's where the lines are blurred. Awkward and embarrassing. Like hmm. that's embarrassing. True. That's if not you awkward. don't shit your pants and think, oh, how awkward! Like you just shit your pants. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, oh, what did I? It's like you did that. You should be embarrassed. Yeah, you should be embarrassed and also good and ashamed and be ashamed and never come back. <laughs> <laughs> you should never come back to that facility. Like you should just never. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so in yeah. middle school, people said I was awkward and they didn't like yeah. it. And I also no, couldn't dance, did. and people would say, eh, you can't okay, dance. where are you My- dancing? Uh, <laughs> mostly, my brother told me I can't dance. Why but are you dancing with your brother? I wanted to dance. <laughs> It was when we were on vacations, Aruba, and they were doing the Cupid Shuffle, and I was like, dan, dan, dee. Wait, <laughs> but like, you were being serious about it? Yeah, and I was really... <laughs> robotic. Okay, this is why people Very call mechanical. you awkward, I think. See, I need to do more, like, freeing myself, the clowning thing. Like on stage, you mean? And just in general. Oh, in general. I feel like locked up. Even when I, if I try to well, dance, Well, but I, I also awkward. think, like, guys... Yeah, like, at a bar, like, guys don't dance. Like, you're, that's also an inherent thing that you learn. Like, guys aren't supposed to dance kind of thing, right? Kinda. I don't know. Like, at a bar, like, at a club, like, you guys don't dance. They don't, right? They just go like this. Yeah, they sway. They She's sway. Swaying. They sway. Yeah, I'm so, oh, yeah, sorry. Like a tree in I'm the swaying. wind. <laughs> I guess. They just sway. But, um, yeah, people told me I was funny, and then I'm like, oh, I'm funny. Like a lot of people were like, you should be a comedian. You should be a comedian. It is really, I sound like such a dick, but so many people told me like that I'm the funniest person they ever met. So I developed. I mean, did an they know ego. many people? Probably not. They were very young, <laughs> so they probably didn't have a huge. Like yeah, like size. if you're like outwardly funny in school, people take note of that. Like I was funny too in high school, and like because no one else. Did you say it's you're not the like... funniest person they ever? Okay, met? Okay, no, say Austin. That? I don't have that. You didn't get that ranking that they ever met. I mean, yeah. who even says that as a sentence? Dude, that's not a sentence. People, people said that to me. You're the funniest person I've ever met. I mean, that's insane. Yeah. That's insane for someone to even say that out loud. I know. It's such a weird I thing. I mean, these people are, are they okay? Like, Yeah, they're what? normal. I think so. So many people are like, you're the funniest person I've ever met. No, I've never got that. I'll say that. I've Whoa. never got that. See, I feel like I'm like the avatar. Like, even if I get rejected. See, this is how fucking egos get inflated it's really bad i mean did it like i mean yeah. it's good in the sense that i will literally never quit comedy because i truly in the back of my mind think i'm so funny wow yeah that's cool but like it's like a that's de- cool to have that at a young it. age it's like a <laughs> deeply embedded belief in my head that even if i bomb forever 
But also, wasn't there I'm like, in middle I, school? Though? I killed in fifth grade. Yeah, so like, I'll be like, isn't I killed kind of in middle school. Huh? <laughs> Is that unhealthy to go back to your like fifteen year olds? Well, like, I feel like it's good to have you're evolving, <clears throat> right? I mean, as a, a deep rooted belief that you're good at something, so that you don't quit, or that like you have like innate ability in something. So well, yeah, you can't that's, quit. What, that's a whole like, thing comedy is you're delusional. You think you're going to make it. Oh, yeah, When yeah. it's, like, it's, literally it's really 1% sad. is going to make it. Like, yeah, no not even make 1%. It. Yeah, I mean, but you have to at least have that belief, even if it's yeah. right or wrong. But it's not a belief. It's a delusion. Um, I think. It's a belief. It's still a belief because you believe it. It could be, yeah, but it's it could not, be a delusion if it's, it's false. It's irrational. The though. result of the, <clears throat> the reality of the belief is if it's a delusion yeah, or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no one... But the belief itself is just a belief. Well, how can it... It's only a delusion in hindsight if you never made it. No, I think right? it's, a, it's delusion in present time. Because Why? how are you going... Like, I'm sitting at shitty open mics and I'm literally, like, torturing myself but being, like, still gonna... Like, why would I keep doing something that's so time-consuming and so brutal? Because you think you're gonna make Yeah, exactly, which is... Why is delusion. it delusional? Because why do I think out of so many comedians... Well, here's the thing. So many. Do you know how many comedians there are? I mean... If you don't... There's so many. So, say there's, like, I don't know, 100 people, 100 comics, the... the, the pre, I don't even know. We don't even need a number. I don't know why I said that. But the pre, I feel like the prerequisite to making it is... Or, like, making it, quote-unquote. What does that even mean? Yeah. I've interviewed so many people, and most people are like, wow, you think I made it? I don't Wait, think so. Okay, but I don't anyway. get the quote unquote. Making it means you're successful at your career. Like, what's the what's the like confusion on what making it is? What do you mean? There's various degrees. Yeah, of but success. ultimately, it's like okay for okay. There's yeah. so I many degrees. It's, it's like what is it? Your first late night show? Is it your first no, TV show? Is it your first yeah, you're right. movie? I guess is it like even when you make a movie, you might be personally like you it's made making a, a living off of it. Sure, you can make a living yeah. and be a road comic. And make a teacher salary. But is that making it? Yeah. Is that making it? You can also make a living and be like Kevin Hart yeah. and being a serial entrepreneur or like superstar and make millions a year. Yeah, I guess you wouldn't look at a road company and be like, he made it. Like, you wouldn't or you can be it. like, you can get on TV once and you'll be like, oh, he made it. But, but like, like, no. What? You made like 30K it's... and you still have to find a gig. No, also. Another gig. Oh, wait. What are you, are you talking about? A TV show? I don't know. If you got, I don't know. Maybe an actual written TV show. You're still working to get your next gig, working paycheck like to paycheck. Like, you're always working There's not... Thing, yeah. The, the uh, idea of making it seems like an illusion. But anyway, okay. past that. I uh, will move past that. Uh, at least to be successful, there has to be an element where you think you're capable and believe in yourself because without even that, whether it's a delusion or not, if you don't believe that, then you will never make it. You're 100% yeah. out of the race. No, but, but you're just out of the race. But there's no one in stand-up that doesn't think they're going to make it. Everyone That's thinks. not true. You, the people that just think they're not going to make it, just stop doing it after oh, yeah. a while. Oh, yeah. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. how they weed them out. And like whether it's a yeah. delusion or not, it's just a, re- a requisite belief that you're really funny. Incapable. Yeah, but then it's like, don't you ever see comics that are just so... Like it's sad if they're clearly. I mean, clear, if you're yeah, they're clearly bad, but they have no idea. Okay, so and I'm like, so when I said I so when I said if I bomb over and over and over again, and still think I'm funny. See, that's an issue. No. Well, I've done well enough times. Yeah. Where I know that. Yeah. yeah. I I know I already yeah, have. That's ability. actually that's how I view it too. Although, so if like, you've already done well yeah. and you mm-hmm. at least had a you have to have at least some sample of like. Um, yeah. you know substance to back up the belief like for me at least I can 
know in my life like I made so many friends laugh yeah, I made yeah, yeah. like I would like literally even before I started doing stand-up I would like entertain like groups of people casually and like basically be doing stand-up and then I've done shows and done well and like I know yeah I no no it. the shows are like the stamps of like okay that's if you've I done a show and back. done well you've literally yeah. done comedy in front of a group of people and made them laugh yeah and which that's is what all it is. a comedian does so if you can do that you have a chance. Yeah. You have ability, and you can do that. So you have to remember that. Yeah, if you bomb I a think, million times after oh, that, yeah. <laughs> your material might be not as good as it was. Your delivery harder, might yeah. not be as good, but, but you, you can, can go back. back to, you clearly yeah, you have done too. that before, so you can do that. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, but anyway, why I don't wait? We we should talk about you. But and, no, I think I mean I think that's interesting though. Because we were talking about like, um. Why I? How do we get to this? Okay, Why I started set? To like comedy or something yeah, first, first set, and then it went to like me thinking I'm funny, and then like how other things are where people tell us what we are and we become. Or it's them. like yeah, it's just the. I mean, I think it's delusion because so much of comedy is luck. I think that's a huge percentage of it. It's the right time, right? There's so many funny people that don't make it, and that's everything. But that's for every time of art. Yeah, exactly. So there, why? I know, so many, I know so many musicians now. Okay, I don't know so many. I know yeah, like, like what? I, I, I literally probably know like three. But I know like three musicians okay, now yeah. that could be on like course, radio and be course. super famous. And then don't you know so many comics that would kill on Conan or whatever? Yeah, like, I know, kill, of course. For but sure. it's like, like it's friends. all about right time. So that's why it's a number. But what's good about comedy though is like. Um, it is since it's like live the more you do the more exposed you are to like make like to like an opportunity uh-huh. because it's just it's live like music you have to like put your shit out there and then you have to like, it's still wait. live though well yeah it You're is still doing no, no, like no, House it is, but you have and... to put your shit on like spotify <clears throat> you have to like like comedy is it's always just live i mean there's albums but like i don't the, know i think it's kind of the art, same i mean i don't know because discovering do a musician I, maybe I if you're a dj i don't know oh yeah D- oh but djs what do you do you don't live you're kind of just dancing oh yeah dancers yeah no dancers. i mean if you're a dj what do you do live you're kind of just, you're playing just pressing your, a space bar I feel yeah like. no nah, actually probably not maybe they there's do probably stuff. stuff to it but some don't <laughs> um but yeah i don't know um it's like right it's like uh it's just luck you can have the talent you can have the drive but Will you have the opportunity that's up in the air? It's interesting because we only see one side of the story. And that's kind of why I made this podcast to kind of bridge that gap to understand the full perspective. Like there's like obviously the gatekeepers entertainment that allow these opportunities that we want in comedy. Like when you take a step back, you're like, well, what is making it? What do you want Mm -hmm. out of this? Maybe you want to make a TV show, a movie, um, have release a special tour. I don't know, whatever, make a living. Um, all of these things have different sets of gatekeepers and different like rules. Like <clears throat> for making a movie, you have to be a, I guess if you, a comedian would become a, either a writer or a star of a movie, I'm guessing. Wait, to make a movie? Or I don't know, like a comedian that wanted to go down the movie path, for example. As well, made, I feel like a lot of stand-ups it. end up doing movies. Like, yeah. yeah, like Kevin Hart or like, you know. But if you think about like, why isn't every stand-up doing movies? I mean... One, it takes a certain type of skill to do a movie. Like you have to. Yeah, and also be you able could also to... just not. That's not your thing. You don't want. Sure, to. but I'm just talking about as an example, like the route of making movies. 
right now like what that looks like but like, like. what there's so many aspects do you want to be a director a writer actor Which writer or actor it? I'm saying okay but actor is so <clears throat> different than writer the path yeah it's so different yeah actor you have to go to like auditions, auditions you and have you have to, to get an agent yeah and like be well writer you have to get an, like a man I guess agent. you get an I don't agent know. I think writers have writers, agents yeah. and managers yeah. but like for writing you have to be doing stand up and you also have to be writing screenplays and know how to write screenplays what? and know the structure screenplays if you want to write a oh, movie. Oh, if you want to. If you want to write a movie. I'm saying, I'm talking okay. right now about the movie path. Okay, okay. Like okay. what that looks like. Oh, I see what you're saying. And yeah, like yeah. why so you would not also have every some, yeah. comedian gets like yeah. a movie path, right? Like what should you be doing? I mean like writing screenplays and yeah. creating a packet and understanding how these pitches work and understanding. Yeah, or going on auditions. And then, and, and if you want to write a movie, understanding like who is selling a movie? Like, why is a movie made? You have to understand that. You can't just be like, oh, I'm funny. Like, put me in a movie now. Yeah, of course. It's like, <laughs> why is a movie made? There is, like, uh, <clears throat> a production company has an idea, I guess, that's probably pitched by the comedian or the writer, and they can bundle it as some sort of product that they can sell to a certain niche demographic that, and they have, like, this under this business understanding that this movie will reel in this much return on your investment uh, if it's distributed to these locations, to these people, and mm-hmm. like we need the, and then like there's people in the background pitching to investors to get money to make this movie so that they can literally just show it to a population and get a return on investment. And if you're like, I don't know, I'm just trying to think. Like, it's not like, oh, you just are funny enough, you deserve a movie. You have to like understand those components. So, like, if you have a movie, you should maybe also think about what demographic you want to market to and what this like or work with someone that has a business understanding and be like oh like should I make a movie about this targeting this demographic Mm -hmm. is this popular right now will this do well and get investors return on money that's all they want that's like determines if a movie's made or not so you can have the best movie in a world in the world but if it's targeted towards like the most niche demographic of like I don't know also so many movies follow a certain format so you have to even if you don't want to follow the format you have to if you want to make like a big hollywood pro- like you know yeah, comedies you, they have the same exact horror movies yeah they're all the fucking same if you do an art house type of movie like it's no not one gonna wants it. exactly like it could be like your passion but it's just not gonna get yeah started. if it's the best movie ever but like your demographic is like 38 year old guys with cats yeah it's like that's why i love not gonna that's be why made ever is so cool because you can do whatever you want yeah. You don't have to stick to a format. You you can literally do whatever you want and if it works, you'll know right away if mm-hmm. it works. And that's my that's my favorite part about it. I mean. Yeah. You like instantly know. I mean, the instant factor is it saves so much time. Cuz movies, imagine you work on a movie for years and then it flops at the box office. That it fucking sucks. sucks. You just worked for your You dedicated like 2 years to that or And whatever. then your whole college like you dedicated like all your time. I mean, you can learn from it, but now you gotta wait another what? How many how many years does it take to make a movie? Like I don't know, years, like, like a year, a year, like. But then to a write it to, to like film, write. like two years, like two three. It's a lot of things. But like with stand up, like you just know right away. It saves time. That's insane. It's quick. It's easy. Um, but stand up's cool because even if you want to like make it in stand up and not do the route where you have to like appease gatekeepers like TV shows, movies, talk shows, like festivals, you can literally just get a following. People can just get followings. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Right? You don't need to be like accepted by like. I mean, if you utilize social media 
and stuff. You can, yeah, of course, you can. De- well, that's why YouTube, I think, can also get film people out there in a way. Like, you mm-hmm. can kind of get like a Vimeo and stuff. Yeah, but I guess that's, I don't know how that works. That's a whole other world I really don't know. But with comedy, I mean, that's what people are. They're using I mean, a lot of Instagram right and now, Vimeo, or not yeah. Vimeo, Instagram and Facebook more. For movies? Comedy. Oh, for like. comedy. Yeah, Twitter. Yeah. Twitter, too. I mean, that's oh, yeah, and Twitter, huge. I guess. All of the platforms. Mm-hmm. So if you can navigate those and, like, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of comics that you can, without an agent or whatever, you can just make your own path. You mm-hmm. Know? Like, because at the end of the day, if you're a touring comedian and you want to make a living doing comedy, you need to be able to sell out shows. Mm-hmm. That's it. You literally, that's all you need to be able yeah. to do. You don't need it. No one's saying you have to be the funniest person. No. And like, it's actually usually not the funniest people that are, well, I mean, obviously they're funny, but it's like, I don't know. I there's was, a requirement to be funny. You have to entertain well, yeah, of some people. Well, course but that's you not can the sell main... out shows without being hilarious. Yeah. It's just if people like you, if you're personable, if you're like, hey, or if you're smart about selling yeah, if you're out smart shows about, and you make yeah, a marketing, show. A lot of people are four-walling. Of course. If you guys listen to the Andrew Rivers podcast, he talks about four-walling shows and just like literally this really cool model of making a show where you don't even have a venue yet, but you're already selling tickets. So that way when you pitch to a venue in the area, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I already sold out. So I'm going to Wait, but how do you people. sell tickets without a venue? It's just in the area, in the region. Oh, you just say LA? Or, or something. something. Or a smaller city, it's probably easier. Like maybe Seattle. I've never heard It's of like that. somewhere in Seattle, somewhere mm-hmm. in Capitol Hill. And you're like, oh, I have 300 people that already bought tickets. So, so yeah, do you, you want good at free drinks yeah. for your club, basically? Do you yeah. want free money? Yeah. It's, a, it's so genius. But like, if you're clever about it, you can just be... I mean, obviously you have to be good and put in the hard work and write jokes and do stand Yeah, I feel like that can really backlash that not venue thing. What if you don't get the ticket? And then you have some... to refund everyone in that case. Yeah. That's but it's interesting because I think people should actively be thinking if they want to make a living doing comedy, how will they make a living doing comedy? A lot of people, which is good, are really purist about it. And like, mm-hmm. I just want to focus on the craft and that's it. And yeah. I just want to focus on getting better. And obviously you have to do that. You have to focus on getting really good jokes. But you should also be thinking, how can I make money? How can I monetize this? Like, how can I leverage a following to sell out a club? Like, if you have like 20,000 followers on like Instagram or something, and a lot are in one region and you do a shout out, can you get 200 people to a club? Like, maybe mm-hmm. you can. And then you could sell out a club. Like, I mean, if you could do yeah, that. Yeah, but then it's like, um, but that's just based on what you like. Some a lot of comedians don't want to be producers, and like because it's a lot of time. Like so many of really good, com- I've been thinking about this lately. Of like really good comics that don't run shows, but they just like get booked a ton, and now they're just saving the work of like not running shows. Well, you don't have to run a show. You just tell the club, "Hey, I can bring this many people. Can I headline?" Yeah, but. I mean, I think it's harder. In L.A., you can't do that. Yeah, they're already booked in L.A. Yeah, L.A., the clubs They don't care huge. about you in L.A. I'm saying if you wanted to tour and stuff. Yeah, you can If you make, have a following, yeah, you, you can, can tour. tour. Oh, yeah, a lot of them just go on their own little tours. And... Yeah. In L.A., it's more, you have to probably abide by the gatekeeping. Yeah, that's why like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to stay here. Like, it doesn't make sense. So you're going to go back to SF? I don't know. I mean, I'm, I don't know yet. In New York? <laughs> no, not New York. You don't like it? No, no, New York is like, I like, I view New York and LA as like, um, final destinations. No, no, no. Like I want to end up in either of those, but in my like in between time, I want to be somewhere like Seattle, like not Seattle. (laughs) 
I don't know yet. It's just up in the air, but it's like, oh, I just want to get better at stand-up at this point. It is hard to get stage time here. I mean, every time I'm in LA, it feels like I'm getting worse at stand-up. It's like a step backwards, like very unproductive because I'm not at the point of like getting booked and it's like, okay, I'm going to run my own shows, but then the demand for comedy is so low here. Because why would you I mean, it's so go... high, but the supply is even higher. Wait, the demand... Oh, yeah. I mean, the demand is high, but it's like... The supply is higher. Exactly. other places. Okay, yeah. Like, why would you go to some, like, weird local show if you could just go to the comedy store and see your favorite comedians? Like... Yeah. Literally, we just saw Chris Delia last night. Did you see him? I didn't see him. You saw him? Yeah, I walked by him. What time? Uh, I got too late. Like 10.30? I got there at, like, 11.30. He was wow. just chilling, bro. This is why I, I want to like go. No, you don't do a good impression of him. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> really? Is it bad? He's I always mean, like, yeah. dude. No, see, no. He's not a, like, he is Italian, but not like that. He's like, bro, dude. But like, I think, I, was at I don't Carnegie think you can Hall, do it. No, he doesn't talk like that. No. Like, you, it's like, I think you can't do an impression of, no one can do an impression of him. Really? He's not like, um,. He doesn't have, like, a, vo- a distinct voice. He just like, laughs he just... at himself. He's like, ha! Oh, yeah, maybe he's like, ha! you could laugh. I don't but know. But, like... That's not the best. <laughs> I'll work on it. Okay, so... Um, doing comedy in college. So you started... I, I feel like I made this whole thing about me. I didn't want no, to do that. No, Austin, it's all about you. It's okay. No. Um, <laughs> doing comedy in college. You started... When you were in high school, like, I had yeah, to go. I did one, Can we go back to that? Yeah, so I did one set. I didn't ago. like it. was stupid. Obviously, it was like, this is dumb. And then, uh, yeah, and then I was like, still had a little inkling. So then when I came to UCLA and I saw shenanigans, uh-huh. uh, I decided to, was like, oh, it was a good, like, it was like an opportunity that was just there. That is what's cool about going to like a big school is like, you can just, there's everything. Mm. Because I went to a small high school, no clubs, no nothing. Didn't know who the, what the fuck I wanted to do and shit like that. But right. then when I got to UCLA, there was like, you could do anything. It was such mm. a like wonderland. Very cool. No big deal. I made the club. He made the club. No big deal. You're kind of the reason I started doing stand-up. You right? and Nathan. I mean, if you really want to look at that that way. Because I, I started because of shenanigans. Like, essentially, wow. like I did my first well, set. Well, you did it in high school. Yeah, but I, I don't think I would have kept doing it had I not joined shenanigans. Wow. That's beautiful. I know. And I, I changed the I, life. I, you changed my life, Austin. You and Nathan, because Nathan would drive me around. He was your <laughs> chauffeur. Mike's. No, I mean, not to say that that was his only use, obviously. Use. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting wording. No, no, no. Like, his own. Like, he's yeah, a, he's I'm a not, utility. No, he's not saying he's not. Like, we became. He had no friends. use? No, he had all the use, okay? Oh, so you used him. <laughs> No, no, no. Like, um, it was just because, yeah, I'm a freshman, didn't have a car, didn't know what to do. Like, it was cool that there was someone that was really we passionate. We saw potential in you, Selma. Yeah, he was like my, uh, what is it called? When someone takes you under their, my men- not my mentor, but like, he kind of was my mentor. Like, he introduced me to literally everyone. It was like really cool. Aww. I think about it a lot. I'm like, if I had not, there's so many things that if I had not met this person, like, I would probably just be quit. I would quit. Like, if I didn't have Nathan... To go to Mike's with who I wouldn't have gone alone as a freshman little little tiny girl like going around bars like obviously wouldn't be doing that. Whoa! So it's cool. Oh, that's that, so sweet. Yeah, I mean it's like, it's cool, it's cool. And then obviously the show. You have on to do that now too. to the little. Well, yeah. So that well, I, I don't really do that to anyone. Why? No one. No one asks. 
The thing is, I went out of my way to... I texted Nathan every day, like, what mics are you hitting? No one has done that here. You started out as the little freshman in the club, and now you're <laughs> leading it. So you can't Katie. let it die. Me and Katie. You Me can't... And Katie both. You realize, don't you want other new little well, freshmen to have that but the thing experience. is i haven't been inspired by any no little kiddos you also told me they were to really me. good at the same yeah, time that's why i'm confused as to why they don't hit me up so they're good but they don't want to but do they don't want to do it <clears throat> yeah some people are just like they don't want to do it like i understand not wanting to pursue comedy it's very like you ask grueling. them i mean they're just not interested they do the improv because it's convenient but it's like, oh, like they have, they make excuses like, oh, I have a test. But it's like, I was just, I feel like I never made excuses because it was you wanted like, to do it. I wanted to do it. And th- that's what differentiates people who want to do it and who don't. I mean, so you think a lot will of them just don't want to do it. Yeah, of course. Because if they wanted to do it, they would do it. They would just do it. You Or you take an Uber to a mic. If you're too embarrassed to ask, like, take an Uber. Like, yeah. they don't be taking Ubers. Well... New Which is fine. Kids I mean, out there, they kill on take campus, advantage. Like cool. Yeah. <laughs> Who's gonna run the club? Oh, I mean, I have some ideas. You do? Yeah, yeah. You're not gonna let it die. You're no, no, no. We're gonna put out applications and shit. I'm not gonna actually let it die. Okay, it's a bit. Uh, cool. So, <laughs> how was your experience? You know, while doing the intensive schoolwork of UCLA and well, also no, doing the, see, comedy. I'm an English major, so. Oh, that's yeah. where I was wrong. Yep. No intensive schoolwork. Nope. nope. Because you honestly, have to read books, like dude, Beowulf no, I beat the system. Beat the system. You don't have to do any readings. Like, haven't done a, I haven't finished a book ever. Four years of, I've really? never read a book. There's so many summaries. The thing is, the classes you're taking are like Shakespeare, like the biggest authors ever, and everything's online. Like everything is online. Never done a reading. I mean, I've done bits of readings but you can write an essay on on literally a little excerpt and that's fine it's crazy it's crazy i literally be higher education is such a scam oh it's such a scam i mean i can't believe my parents people spend it's actually upsetting like what you're spending fifty thousand dollars and or whatever and then it's like because i guess you're in state but and then can you even imagine out-of-state english majors Oh, yeah, that's why everyone shits on English majors. Because it's like you're spending so much money for like. If you're out of state, you're paying like probably 130K. And it's like English majors aren't necessarily making that money back. How engineers are. It's gone. I mean, it depends. Like, it depends. I think the hard skills are valuable for college. Like, yeah, if if you go in as an engineer, obviously that's a good investment. Like, you're putting in your money and then you're going to make it back, probably. Yeah. But, you know. You will. English majors do things. Copywriting. I guess. <laughs> Copywriting? I don't know. They, they I don't write know. copy. I don't know what they do, to be honest. So, what was your schedule like in college doing comedy and balancing your schoolwork? Yeah, I mean, I didn't have schoolwork, so I could literally go to Mike's every day, which is what I did. <laughs> okay. Like, I didn't have any work to do. How often would you do Mike's? Like, I feel like in the beginning, I went really a lot. Like, I mean, I would go whenever Nathan would go, and he would go every day. Like, so you go every day? Mics, or it would be like six a week. Whoa. So, like, maybe, yeah, like, usually it would be like the weekdays. That's way then, more than me. I way mean, more. now I do, I still do like five. A week? Yeah, I'll do like five. Really? If, if that's including shows, though. But, um, which I don't have many shows, obviously, but it's like, sometimes that'll add up. And, you had a show yesterday? 
Yeah, I had a show yesterday. It was good. What was it? It was uh, this girl's backyard. But it was cool because she's like, all her friends were there, so. Do you kill? Uh, I mean, no, no, I could have done better. I think I had a good set, but could have done better. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like I could always do better. What's your advice for kids in comedy that want to do stand-up? Like, students? Mm-hmm. Kids, do I say kids in comedy? Oh, yeah, kids in comedy. Sorry, I said kids in college, kids in college. Sorry, I'm tired. Kids in comedy. Um, uh, I mean, I think it's just, like, make time for it. Like, you know, don't make excuses. I hate that when people are like, I really want to do stand-up. I'm like, do it. Like, there's nothing stopping you. These mics will always be there. Like, no one's stopping you. Like, you know, okay, if you have a final the next day, don't do one the day before the final. But, like, you can still go, you know doesn't take that i think people are just kind of lazy about it yeah so just don't be lazy that's all it is like, don't be lazy don't be lazy yeah um so what else is there that's, in the world of comedy know. we've covered we've covered it all austin we talked about making it what that really means um <laughs> so your plan is to go back to a smaller city yeah and just get really I don't good know where. and get more stage time. Yes. How do you figure out how to what you're doing when you go to a mic? Like, what do you yeah, how do you so plan actually, what you're gonna do? Because I get yeah. kind of like that, especially when you have such little time. So I've actually just started. I've just started cha- rearranging every like. So what I'll do is I'll now I actually write every day, which is new, and uh, I'll so I'll really use my time wisely because there's so many mics that I've been to and been like, why the fuck did I? I just, I didn't learn anything, I didn't do anything new, I didn't, whatever. Uh, so now what I'll do is I'll, I'll start with, like, so I'll open with a bit that is the newest of the old bit. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, that I'm confident, kind of semi-confident yeah, that's, that's kind of what I do. And then the rest of it, just new, Sorry, everything's that was douchey. new. Like, yeah, I already do that. Oh. I, don't, I don't know. I yeah, but I, I, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, smart. No, it's good. Idea. I think it's just, yeah, you're doing, I mean. Like, because you're doing, you're refreshing the most recent bit that you don't hate. But it's but not you old. Like. Because I know some people are like, you gotta start with a bit you know kills. I'm like, not at a mic. I don't give a fuck. Like, but they're like, you gotta set the room. But it's like, it's an open mic. No one cares. So I'm gonna start with something that I'm like semi-confident on that I want to still work on, but I like it. And then just new, sh- all new shit that I want to do, like. I'm sick of, like, putting in old stuff to, like, impress whoever. Like, stupid. So dumb. Who am I impressing? Yeah. So, and then you do a new bit. And then I'll just do new... And then, yeah, I'll do new bits. Yeah. How do you think of how often to do the same new bit? And, like, how I do know. you keep iterating on it? Like, you really have to approach these mics, I'm realizing, strategically. Strategically, Because yes. otherwise it's a total waste of time. waste your time. Especially in L.A. because you got to wait forever. Yeah, and then you're works. just doing the same bit and you're like... Okay, did I might get improve yeah. this joke? Like, what's the point well, of doing so that bit what, so now no I've been thinking of like, so when I write a bit now and I'll do it once, I'll be like, okay, is this something I actually want to talk about in my? So now I'll look at my set as a whole. So like my ten minutes that I like that I'll do at shows or eight minutes, let's say, and then the new bit I'm like, okay, does this is this a cohesive thing that goes with my set? Is it like, do I even want to be talking about this or is it just some random thought I had? Like, do you get you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like. And then sometimes like how much I, do I care about like, this? Like, how much do I really care? Like, why am I working on something that maybe is not even going to fit into my set really well? So I've been kind of looking... Now what I've been looking at is the set that I do, my my set that I like. And I'm like, okay, what, what are the topics in which I can expand on that will make it... Because co- I'm really about cohesiveness. I don't like 
one-liners that are random don't really yeah. care for those i want it to be like a set that flows it makes sense with my like character whatever and so yeah that's what i've been i've really been like reflecting on like what am i trying to talk about as a comic what am i trying to like what is it like um express like you know what i mean mm-hmm. what do i want the audience to think of me like you know there's so many questions that i just started doing this i'm like why i feel like i've been wasting so much time yeah i feel like i should do that more yeah i mean do you have how much is your cohesive set so far how long i mean it's like the thing is i i every time i do a show i never know how it's gonna go i'm never like this all this material because some material just sometimes works and sometimes it doesn't all my material so i don't know Do you know what I'm saying? I definitely have some jokes that will yeah. do really well and sometimes they won't. Exactly. Which and is like, which they is could like, probably be better than It's an Yeah, it's annoying. Because I'm like, wait, this killed, uh, like, this has killed before. Why is it now? Like, it's just, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. Yeah. Um, do you have like a master document or something of all yeah. your good jokes? Not my good jokes. All my jokes. I have it, a Google Doc of like, I think it's like 50 pages. Like something like just like. Play everything? Ev- of everything. But then my notes on my phone is where I keep like what I'm working Where's on. your like master copy of like how you said something like perfectly? Well, my recordings. And you have like a. I have every recording I've ever done, yeah. Really? Well, and you have a master one, you're like, this is the best version. Just oh, do, the, do it like this. Oh, Like you no, listen to it no, before you're going to do it. No, but I'll take notes. So, okay, like if I said something a certain way, I will like note it like physically note it and then like no i don't go back and listen and be like got it oh no i do go back and listen but then i'll take right notes being like okay say it this way sometimes i feel like i'll say it one way that's really funny and then say it again and then i'll lose the funny then yeah that's why recording is so important so you can go back and listen to what i did that was funny yeah that's why like yeah recording is so fucking essential i didn't realize it at first i didn't record my sets because i was like It'll mess. No, you know what I thought? I thought the it like me pressing the record button and having it recording will mess me up mentally, and then I'm and it's like no, that's such it doesn't bullshit. Do that's such bullshit. Yeah, I could see really why a record. camera would do that though. A camera will kind of get my me in my head about stuff, but like not a recording. So then, when you go to mics, are you do you know which new bit you're gonna do and yeah. work on? Because oh, if yeah. you have a million things, what do you? Well, yeah. You so I'll see what I want to prioritize, and also what's like, yeah, what. What do I want to work on? Because then shows is where I'm doing stuff that I'm, like, confident on. And, like, mics are always to be what you're working on, right? I mean, so you do the same bit, usually, until you're like, oh, I'm good with until it. Until I'm good with it. And then I'll, yeah, I'll do it. Now you do it in a show. And yeah, I'll like, do it oh, that's show. a good one now. Keep it. Yeah, you know what I really realize if I like a bit is if right before I go on stage, like, when I'm doing my set list or when I'm writing it out, is do will I put it in my set list? And that's when I know if I really like it. Because, you know, like, at a mic, I'm like, don't really care. But if there's a show with a shit ton of people, that's where I really learn what I want to work on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm not embarrassed to say this. I'm not embarrassed to try this out. How long will you keep working on a bit until you're like, oh, I'm done? Yeah, that's, I'm still, It's I'm like still forever, like, I don't know. Like, it's like, no, I mean, it's, it, it shouldn't be forever, but it's like, sometimes I think I'll be working on something for so long. And I'm like, why the fuck am I still working? I feel like that too, especially like, after having done Roast Battle and like, just last night and then having done roast shows in general where you just write a couple jokes clearly never perform them in front of anyone yeah like you don't do any open mics you just write jokes and you're like okay I think this will some work. roast people will go to mics some do but, but I didn't do that at all yeah I mean it's not and it's like if I know this can work and I've just like sat down and wrote a couple jokes and I literally never have to go back to those jokes again why do I do stand up so different well because stand up you're gonna you are gonna keep saying those again and again roast is only one that's why I don't love roast battle because it's like 
kind of one-linery. Well, and then you'll never say those jokes again. So I'm like kind of un- unproductive in my point of view. Like it's not helping me in any way. It's just it's like a fun thing. Well, you like, get better it, at writing jokes. Well, you get better at writing like, no, you get better at writing roasts. Mm, Very no, I different. Disagree. Very different from. I jokes. disagree. How are roasts similar to jokes? They're literally jokes. It's just well, a joke yeah, format. And my roast, for example, like. A lot of roasts aren't even that mean. Like, they don't have to be mean. Like, my no. roasts weren't mean. No, no, no. I mean, no, so, but it's specific to one person. Like, when are you going to say that again? Late night. Late night? Late night jokes. Uh, they're, joke, they're jokes of that same, almost same exact format, but for topics and, like, um, people in pop culture. Yeah, but that's and, so formulaic. Like, I Yeah, think... but that's what late night is. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. What do you mean? That's how the jokes are written. Like when but think about are, like um, SNL weekly update or whatever. Yeah, but those are that's not. That's stand-up. literally like a roast joke, in a way. That's not stand up though. It's like it's not stand up, but it's something a stand up would want to do, right? For SNL, right? For weekly I mean, update. Like, it's like yeah. this week in weekly update. Um, a woman went to I don't know. I can't. I'm not. I'm not able to think of a joke on the spot. Yeah. But imagine it'll be like some setup. Like woman was arrested for like sneaking a like stolen item in her hairpiece and then that would be the the setup and then they make some punchline which yeah, would be like a it's like yeah Ian once and then like if it was a roast you'd be like um Ian once like stole something and put it in his hairpiece and yeah, then you do a roast yeah but is that what your stand up is in that for in that format that's no. not how my stand up is yeah. no it's not like that yeah I'm so just then saying, how is it helpful to do that if well, that's not even how your stand up is well that i mean that's obviously <clears throat> really formulaic but in stand-up, it consists of, even though it's, like, longer pieces at times, it could be, there's still, like, those basic, the jokes. Yeah, yeah, it's, like, pun- or set-up punchline, which is, like, how all jokes are set-up punchline. Mm-hmm. But I think roast is, like, one-liner, like, I never do one-liners in stand-up, so doing one-liner roast jokes wouldn't be helpful to me. I mean, no, no, it would be helpful in, like, I'm writing, that's helpful to, it's always good to write, but if it's in a format that I'll never use in stand-up, like... I don't want to be... I think it's it. really related, though. It's related in that you're writing jokes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, like you're writing setup. You're still writing a joke. Yeah, it's just something I wouldn't say on stage as a stand... Like but a if you bit. thought about that format and then maybe wrote jokes that you'd want to talk about... But then it somehow. sounds so scripted, you know? Yeah. That stand-up will sound so scripted and, like... Yeah, You don't want stand-up jokey. to be formulated. It is a little different. Like, that's not what my style... I mean, that's not what I want my style to be. Yeah. Formulaic. Like, that's not... Huh. Like, my favorite stand-ups, some I feel like, are kind of ranty or, like, huh? I don't think all roast jokes are that formulaic. I mean, they are. Like, you say in between, you say something they look like, and then in the... No, I mean, it is, right? I the whole it. thing is a format. It's all a format. You know? Yeah, I guess there's a lot. I was reading this really interesting book by this guy, like, Joe Toplin or something. I think that's his name. Let me check. Joe Toplin. I think that... I have no internet. Um, I think it's Joe Toplin. He writes this really cool book about, like, late-night joke writing, and he talks about all these different types of jokes. And he also wrote an article about roast battle joke writing, and they're very similar. Obviously, he wrote both, but... um, just the structure of a roast joke just seems to be just you can take some of the principles of the basic joke writing and apply that. It's yeah, a, yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. Basic joke writing, yeah. I mean, yeah. a joke is a joke. 
that's really yeah. Keep a lookout for Salma. She's very funny. Yes. Thank you. Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> what is it? Oh, underscore Salma Zaki. Cool. And then my name will be in the title. Sweet. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for tuning into Working Comic Podcast. There's a new episode every week where I interview writers, directors, comedians, producers, any kind of creative thing you can think of, and also the business side of things. So club owners, agents, managers, festival runners, all that stuff. So tune in every week. And uh, also follow me on social media at the Austin NASA on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And you can also catch me on YouTube with Chabros, C-H-A-A bros one word uh we have some funny videos up so check it out thanks guys